0: Welcome to the three martini lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three martinis coming up.
1: Really glad you're with us for the Tuesday edition of the Three Martini Lunch. We had a lot of good martinis last week, so you know how the news cycle balances these things out. No good martinis today, but we got a couple of bad ones and a crazy one. And Jim, this was a unique week, uh, just real briefly on the uh, NFL front for us. Both of our teams played in primetime and not on Sunday. We were kind of the bookends to the weekend, and unfortunately we got familiar results, but... uh, nonetheless uh, the season goes on it's November I'm not sure there's uh, much to hope for in terms of January but uh, uh, anyway uh, the Bears at least don't act like we're in
2: the same boat you, you had your rookie quarterback come back from a you know pretty significant deficit he looked good uh you know took the Pittsburgh Steelers in their home stadium down to the wire we were down 30 something to 10. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, we couldn't even keep out our—Wilson's uh, out and Mike White was out. We're, we're down to Josh Johnson. No, no, no. no. We're, our teams are not in the same situation. You know, <laughs> Don't try to make me feel better that way.
1: All right. Fine. Uh, the Bears have uh, have a bright future. Might not be this season, but uh, if they can ever get the offensive line, uh, things could definitely help. A lot of dumb penalties last night, but that's for a whole other conversation. Let's get to our really bad martinis. Uh, Our good martini yesterday, of course, was the uh, Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals saying over the weekend, pause this employer vaccine mandate for all these businesses for uh, more than 100 employees that uh, OSHA has finally rolled out that Biden uh, demanded uh, a number of weeks ago. And so the White House has basically said, no, no, we're not going to... uh, Pause at all. In fact, the headline over at CNBC is White House tells businesses to proceed with vaccine mandate despite court ordered pause. Now, the comment from Deputy Press Secretary uh, Corinne Jean Pierre wasn't quite as dramatic as that, but she's basically telling everybody, you know, the plan hasn't changed.
0: We say do not wait to take actions that will keep your workplace safe. It is important and critical to do and waiting to get more people vaccinated will lead to more outbreaks and sickness. So this is about keeping people in a workplace safe. And so and what we're seeing is more businesses and school closures and most lost jobs and keep us keep us stuck in a pandemic that we're trying to end. Like we do not want that to happen. We're trying to get get past this pandemic. And we know the way to do that is to get people vaccinated. So people should not wait. They should continue to to go uh, move forward and make sure that they're getting their their workplace vaccinated.
1: So kind of difficult to see exactly where she's going with that. I mean, if you're just saying we think you should uh, encourage your employees to get vaccinated, that'd be fine. Uh, mandating your employees to be vaccinated is uh, a thornier issue, but from a private sector perspective, that's a better debate than the government forcing employers to do so. So, Jim, it feels like they're walking a fine line here because I can imagine that if uh, we saw a headline like this in the previous administration, there'd be a few more concerned people on the left.
2: Yeah, I suppose you could say this is just a case of bad wording from the white house press secretary all the hot air was really not all that concerned about it basically he interpreted the remarks as saying look regardless of what happens with this mandate and the court fight over it we still think corporations should go ahead with doing everything they can to get their employees vaccinated i think it would have been really nice if there had been some sentence in there that said we will honor the decisions of the judicial branch of the federal government which wasn't in those comments which was no you know emphasis of you know if there's a stay it doesn't matter if we don't like that circuit court it doesn't matter if we like that judge what the judicial branch says as the judicial branch says we don't get to pick and choose which orders from the courts we obey none of that came through in that remark that remark it really came across as this doesn't change anything and there was that argument from ron Klein over the weekend that they think the court fight will be settled before the january 4th deadline and there is a uh, but I, I think this was, you know, I, I can't help but get the feeling that this is them basically the Biden administration has this unfortunate tendency of saying what they want to be the case. You can think back to Biden saying, you know, various folks absolutely should be prosecuted for refusing to cooperate with investigators and things like that. You know, the president of the United States is not supposed to run around saying who's supposed to be in, indicted, <laughs> because if you do that, because once the government brings that case, they can make the argument this is a political vendetta, things like that. Um The administration could have said, we're confident this will pass constitutional muster and we're confident this will be worked out by January 4th and companies should go ahead and act as if that, you know, is gonna be back in place by January 4th, but there is currently a stay on this order and no, it is not guaranteed. And certainly this order from the court indicated they saw some significant constitutional issues here. So this is bad. Uh, Maybe it's merely bad wording or maybe it's kind of a hint that the Biden administration doesn't really feel bound to honor court decisions that it doesn't think that it doesn't agree with.
1: Well, they're going to lose subsequent court fights if they don't win this one about uh, being able to levy those massive fines against employers for doing this. But don't forget, this is a president who has a history of unveiling policies, he's pretty sure, unconstitutional. <laughs> Remember his, uh, his rent moratorium after uh, the Supreme Court specifically said it's time to lift the rent moratorium, but uh, he went through it anyway and he got shut down again. So uh, we, might, we might be on a, a repeat course mm-hmm. with this policy.
2: By the way, remember we were supposed to have those terrible, huge number of evictions? Yeah, it didn't happen, did they? Yeah, right. I thought we were were supposed to see. Funny how that works out. Oh, well.
1: Amazing. Well, you know what else is amazing? Ritual multivitamins. Not only because of the fantastic vitamins that you get inside that multivitamin, but also because you can have peace of mind and confidence knowing what you're putting into your body. And what you're not. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin. It's formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. But I'll tell you what's not in there, too. No sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants. None of that stuff. Not in there. You can have that peace of mind. Plus, the fresh taste and the delayed-release capsule design make taking your vitamins easy. And those are some of the many reasons why I'm glad I take Ritual
2: multivitamins. Ritual is designed with your life stage in mind. They're available for women, men, and teenagers and Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support these different life stages. And Ritual makes your healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. Always. You can start snooze or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they will refund your first order.
1: Get your key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering 3 Martini Lunch listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash martini to start your ritual today. Again, ritual.com slash martini. All right, one more bit of good news, Andy, and that is the fantastic deals you can find at 4 com slash martini, including their signature offer right now, a free solar panel with the purchase of the Patriot Power Generator 2000X, and of course, free shipping on all orders over $97. You want to be prepared. You don't want to get caught unprepared Twenty times faster than normal. So visit fourpatriots.com/martini to get your Patriot Power Generator 2000X with the free solar panel included. Plus, get free shipping on orders over ninety-seven dollars. Save more and get peace of mind now by going to the number fourpatriots.com/martini. That's fourpatriots.com/martini. All right, Jim, on to our second bad martini now. And this is kind of a double-fisted bad martini. First of all, in case you haven't noticed, it is November. Uh, that's why our teams aren't in playoff contention. Uh, And so the other thing you're noticing is probably getting a little bit colder, and it's going to get colder, of course, over the next uh, few months. And so that means heating costs, regardless of how you heat your home, whether it's gas, whether it's uh, electric. Some people use heating oil, of course, propane. Uh, And the bottom line is, is that the costs for just about every version of heating is going way, way up. Here is what Good Morning America reported, courtesy of uh, the government's own numbers.
0: The Energy Information Administration putting out winter 2021 numbers for heating, saying propane could jump possibly 54 to 94%. That's nearly double the amount it was last year. Natural gas could be seeing a 30 to 50% increase and heating oil, roughly 43 to 59% more
1: massive, massive increases for people who are facing inflation on a number of fronts. And so, the dollar gets stretched much, much more, in some cases doubling the price uh, for those uh, different methods of of heating. But now President Biden is uh, making things potentially even worse. This is from The Free Beacon, and they report President Joe Biden is weighing whether to shut down the Great Lakes Line 5 pipeline, even as his own energy department expects heating costs this winter to jump by as much as 54%. Politico reported Sunday that the Biden administration is quote-unquote quietly studying the impact of quashing the pipeline which connects Superior, Wisconsin and Sarnia, Ontario and transports natural gas and propane to rural communities across the Great Lakes region. The study comes as Michigan's propane prices have risen 50% from last year and as the Biden Energy Department uh, predicts a 54% spike in propane costs. Increased energy costs have driven the highest inflation surge in more than a decade, the Labor Department reported in October. So, Jim, this is back in my uh, original backyard. There's been a huge fight over this pipeline for a while. Gretchen Whitmer wants to kill it. She claims that it's an environmental danger going under the uh, straits there at Mackinac between the upper and lower peninsula. The alternative, of course, is trucking this stuff all the way from Wisconsin around Lake Michigan and down to ontario which of course is going to have a much greater environmental impact and of course it's going to be far more expensive so just when things are looking really bad biden and whitmer are figuring out a way to make things a whole lot worse
2: greg it, it, in addition to this really ominous news regarding energy prices uh, there was another day of you know new inflation numbers came out the wholesale level it's rose 8.6 percent last month from a year to year earlier You know, it's it's matching the record that was set in September, more evidence, the AP says that inflationary pressures are not yet easing. And you see news like that. My first thought goes to this quote from Biden back in July 19th, not that long ago, but now, you know, July, August, September, October, we're getting into November. You know, the reporter asked Biden about inflation and Biden responded, there's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economists. That's totally different. Well, I mean, how long does inflation have to keep going? (laughs) Before it's not transitory, as the president insisted. And it's, you know, it, it's not, it certainly doesn't seem checked right now when you have two consecutive record months. And then you see this, you know, uh, home heating prices going up and energy prices going up. Well, everything you buy off the shelf has to get to the store. We've all become very familiar with supply chain issues lately. And so it's got to get there either by rail or oil by pipeline or by truck. All these things require energy so a normal administration would be looking at this and saying holy smokes we're in really big trouble here um just had bad elections you know yeah we could take a victory lap over the infrastructure bill but man we got to do everything we can to bring down energy costs for people right now if people are paying twice as much as they're used to for their home heating oil costs and to fill up their tanks people are going to be really you know, furiously mad at us and we're going to have a really terrible midterm and it's going to be really bad for us we've already And the Biden administration doesn't do that. They really are kind of walking around acting like everything's fine. And, you know, the president met with the NBA champs last night. And they just kind of sleepwalking through the situation, you know, day after day, week after week. And I think they're just kind of I don't know if it's because they're, you know, Ron Klain and everybody he talks to are in a bubble. I don't know if it's because. Uh, the people who are in this administration and who most often talk to this administration are wealthy enough so that they don't feel of uh, inflation taking a big bite out of it. Um, maybe they're the kind of people who never look at the energy bills because they're so wealthy. They have somebody to take care of that stuff. It's all on autopay; They don't worry about that kind of stuff. Maybe that, I, I don't, whatever it is, this is not an administration that seems to be freaking out about this. And in fact, as you point out with the potential closure of the pipeline, that would make things worse. And they don't seem, none of them seem to say, oh, you remember we shut down that pipeline first thing in? Remember how we sent these signals that we were, you know, wanted to shut down on the campaign trail? Biden had said, I want to shut down oil, I want to shut down natural gas. All these companies are polluters and they're bad. And, you know, we're all going to get to renewables, but oh, wait, renewables aren't ready yet. Most administrations will be rethinking things. There's very little indication this administration does, which suggests we are in for a really expensive winter. I would not be surprised if the president's already bad approval ratings are either the same or even worse come the end of winter because people have been through uh, several months coming up on a year of an inflation problem and a supply chain problem on top of that and high energy costs problem. Three big problems that really hit him in the pocketbook. And the administration has been insisting the whole time. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Our policies are making things better when in fact they're making them worse.
1: First of all, I hope voters in Michigan and Wisconsin and perhaps elsewhere in the Midwest that depend on this pipeline are certainly paying attention. A couple different things here, Jim. I think uh, when uh, the left wants us to think of fossil fuels, they want us to think of uh, belching black smoke from smokestacks from 30 years ago, uh, long before we had clean coal technology and so forth. This is natural gas and propane. It burns clean. It's not adding anything, even if they're right, which I don't think they are about the extent of the impact of fossil fuels on our on our climate. But then the other thing here... This is a feature, not a bug, of their transition from fossil fuels to their allegedly renewable agenda. Uh, There's abundant supply of this stuff. There's not an abundant supply of the other stuff. So in order to wean us off this stuff and get us on the other stuff, our energy costs have to skyrocket, just like Barack Obama promised all those years ago.
2: I was going to say, in the end, the idea, if you have a particular, you know, they would say environmentalist, I almost wonder if there's a uh, you know, ultimately anti-human mentality is the, the, the better or simpler way of, of summarizing it. This idea of being um, you know, uh, the idea of like saying, no, no, we need to the way to make people use less energy is to make it as expensive as possible and then things will be turned out okay, don't worry. Uh, that of course is obviously a terrible way for things to turn out. but uh, you know that is in some people's minds a better outcome because you, you might be miserable. But thankfully, you'll be, you know, not spending nearly as much uh, on, you know, you won't be emitting as much um, uh, carbon emissions and that's all that they need.
1: Apparently care about. Yeah. And that's what makes it so frustrating, Jim, because they always present it on the left as a binary choice. Do you want a healthy, thriving planet or do you want affordable energy? Well, I want both and I can have both. And that's the whole point. The energy industry has proven time and time and time again, whether it's natural gas, whether it's fracking, whether it's clean coal, that they're able to produce the energy that we need and to do it in an environmentally responsible way. They're getting better and better and better at it all the time. And so, this idea that you have to accept rolling blackouts or sky high energy costs in order to have a tiny, tiny improvement in the health of the planet, I'm not buying it. It's not a binary choice. We can absolutely do both, and we have been doing both until this administration decided to do everything it could to disrupt it. Just unbelievable. All right. I'm going to need to relax a little bit after that. And uh, there's no better products for that than the great things you can buy from my pillow, whether it's the pillow, the towels, the mattress topper, or the Giza dream sheets. As you probably noticed over the past couple of weeks, I was gone a few days. And uh, during those times, I was out of town. I was staying in hotels, and they were nice. But it was so nice to get back both times to my Giza Dream Sheets on the bed. Let me tell you, nothing's more soft, more comfortable, just fantastic products. And for a limited time, you can buy one and get one free on any set of Giza Dream Sheets when you use our promo code Martini at MyPillow.com.
2: Imagine sliding into the most comfortable sheets you're ever going to own. Guaranteed. They're made from the world's best cotton and grown only in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. The long staple cotton makes these sheets ultra soft and breathable. They're available in a variety of colors and sizes, they're machine washable, and they have a 60 day money back guarantee as well as a one year limited warranty.
1: And for a limited time, buy one set of Giza Dream Sheets, get another one free. Go to MyPillow.com, click the radio listener's square, and use the promo code Martini at checkout. Or call 800-874-0104. Find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Do not miss this sale of the year. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Martini, or call 800-874-0104.
0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: All right, Jim, on to the crazy now. And this is also the lead item in today's morning jolt. There's a lot of internet speculation right now. Remember, where's Waldo? Well, it's where's Gavin, as in Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Hasn't been seen in well over a week now. And all we're hearing is that uh, it's a family issue. And so whenever you don't give details, especially in this age, people are going to try and fill in the details for you. So there are some people who think, well, Gavin Newsom... um just got his booster, but maybe he got COVID anyway. Boy, would that look terrible for the uh, people wanting the vaccine mandate. Or he had, uh, I think he started with the J&J and then got a Moderna booster or vice versa. And maybe he had a bad reaction. Some people even think he's got Guillain-Barre syndrome. Uh, On and on and on. Uh, Lawmakers, uh, staffers won't give any details. So, Jim, it's probably not that dramatic, but it Certainly is bizarre that we can't get a simple explanation for what's happening
2: here. Indeed. Now, I should point out that there have been several people who say Gavin Newsom was seen at the wedding of one of the Getty family heiresses this past weekend. So that would suggest that it's not a health issue or, or that, you know, certainly that it was, cont- or it was contagious, but that was a dumb idea. Uh, I don't think that's the case. Um, I did notice that because, you know, like I, I wrote about this first in the corner yesterday. And I figured, OK, it's a little weird for Gavin Newsom, of all people, to not be out. But we're up to like 13 days. It's well more than a week. It's now, you know, you know, if he'd gone on vacation, fine. You know, usually governor, governors are entitled to take vacations. They usually announce it. And they, if they're going to be out for a long time, they tell the lieutenant governor, you're in charge if there's, you know, a disaster or something like that. Um, the only explanation we got, family obligation, was the only it was the two word explanation we'd gotten. Now, God forbid, something's wrong with you know Gavin Newsom's kids or something like that. Well, God, you know everybody would would be you know go take care of what you got to take care of, man. It is not something, but the fact that there's no explanation seems really weird. And the longer it goes on without any further explanation, the the I don't say the worse it gets, but the, you know certainly the more mysterious it gets. And as I said, as you pointed out. You know, if it was a bad reaction to getting a booster shot, well, it'd be unfortunate, but it happens. It's not the worst thing in the world. I did, by the way, look it up. He got a Moderna booster and he got a Johnson & Johnson first shot. And remember, Johnson & Johnson was supposed to be one shot. So I guess it's conceivable that he has an allergy to something that's in the Moderna vaccine, but that's not in the Johnson & Johnson one. It, you know. It's rare, but it happens. There's no shame in that. I don't understand why anybody would. um, I I don't think hearing that he had an allergic reaction is going to make people say, oh, I'm not going to get vaccinated or something like that. Um, It just, you know, almost any other thing, all the other explanations don't really fit because they wouldn't seem serious enough to to warrant it. You know, like, oh, you know, you don't see a politician for a while means they had plastic surgery. Greg, it's California. I'm trying to think of a location where people would be less upset about somebody having uh, plastic surgery or something like that. If you want to say, oh, he's you know, probably in trouble, got caught in an affair. Well, he's been caught in affairs earlier. And I remind you, he's a Democrat in California. <laughs> the, the, the affairs almost come standard out there um remember newsom just won a recall effort with 61 percent of the vote like he politically he should be doing fine so this doesn't make any that much sense now word is in addition to being seen at this oh the thing that also set this off was he missed the climate conference in scotland that apparently he'd been planning to go to for like a year like so he this was a big deal so that was really unusual and then you add on to it, um, apparently this apparently was at the wedding, so it wouldn't seem to be a health issue. He'll be appearing by like a webcast today, according to his office or something, which is all right, it's proof of life. Good. If you can hold up a recent <laughs> newspaper or something like a hostage tape, we'll know he's OK. Or he's, you know. But we don't know what the issue and It just is weird. And I think the aspect that annoys me the most, as I said, there are a lot of legitimate reasons. He could need time off or time away or not to be in public. Most of them are very reasonable and sympathetic, and you know, just just say you're doing it. Don't you know? Uh, don't just don't disappear for two weeks. So Newsom's wife wrote and then deleted this tweet and was called people haters who were speculating about it look it's not hating when the governor just doesn't appear for 13 days to say hey what's going on where is this guy and then two california state senators who did go to scotland for the climate conference also said i don't think it's appropriate to dig further into it well that's well, not only well, he is your family issue that's <laughs> like like okay like if, but if god forbid there's something wrong with you say something's wrong with one of his kids okay god all right go take as much time as you need governor that's that's totally understandable it just seems very weird and mysterious and the the refusal to give further explanation seems really odd. And I, I think if it was I, I, the, the scenarios of like you know him having some really terrible dread disease because of his booster shot, I, I find that pretty implausible. Um, but if he did, I, I don't think hiding it is any better. You don't make things any better. And you basically the mystery of disappearing after two, for two weeks after you get your booster shot, like if you're trying to fuel vaccine skepticism, <laughs> that's probably the best way to do it. So. Openness is almost always the best policy, particularly when it comes to elected officials. They like to call themselves public servants. I think some of that requires accountability for where you're going to be. And whatever the reason is, you know, 99 out of 100 reasons people are going to understand, or it's going to be politically something, you know, he could probably could survive. Uh, It's strange. It's mysterious. I hope we get better answers out of this. And I just don't like this reflexive arrogance and entitlement of, no, you're not entitled to know where he's been for the past two weeks. Everything's fine. How, the heck, how the, you know, thank you, Kevin Bacon, at the end of Animal House?
1: <laughs> well, I, oh, just want, well. <laughs> I just wonder if the standard would be the same if it were the uh, oh, yeah. governor of a different party. So I don't think so, but uh, we'll find out. We do hope uh, you know he's well, and, and everyone in his family is well, certainly. But uh, again, not very good PR uh, from from his staff and in handling this uh, this mystery, because as we said at the start of this conversation on this topic, uh, if you don't provide at least some of the details, plenty of people will be happy to try. And so then you got to spend the next uh, few days batting them all down if they're not true, and maybe even if they are. So, Jim, on that note, we'll uh, call time for today. You are off the next couple of days, so have a wonderful time, and uh, I will see you on Friday.
2: I will see you Friday, Greg.
1: Jim Garrity, getting some actual nice vacation time. Fantastic. Uh, I'm Greg Corumbus of Radio America. Thanks for being with us today. Do subscribe to the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We're very grateful for your five-star ratings and your kind reviews. Please keep those coming. Get us on those home devices. All you have to say is play Three Martini Lunch podcast. Follow us on Twitter. He's at Jim Garrity. I'm at Dateline underscore DC. Have a great Tuesday, and please join us again on Wednesday for the next Three Martini Lunch.
0: The State Department keeps lying about the Americans still stranded in Afghanistan, and John Durham is getting closer to the truth behind the Russia hoax. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll tell you the real story on both of these stories that the mainstream media won't talk about. And I'll give you a horrifying update on the border crisis, which gets worse every day. You won't hear this anywhere else. Subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chumba! ChumbaCasino.com. No 17. by law. 80 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?